Welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I'm your announcer, Max. Today we cover Dr. Strangelove, or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. What the hell? Um, the bomb was 90s slang for cool. Oh. What the fuck is that? Okay, fine. (laughs) Dr. Strangelove stars Peter Sellers. And Peter Sellers. And Peter Sellers. George C. Scott as well, and was directed by Stanley Kubrick. If you haven't seen this show before, what we do is we go ahead and review old movies. We pick somebody from the year the movie was released using our Cosmic Claw Machine, then we send them back later, and nobody really cares what else we do. <laughs> right, exactly. Never, never anybody. So we're going to turn it over to our friends Kaz and Nick. Take it away, folks, and have a great day. Enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Kaz. And I'm Nick. Hey folks, welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast, and thank you, Max. Today we have Dr. Strangelove, or How I Stopped Learned, How I Stopped Worrying and Learned Love to... Love the bomb. <laughs> well, it looks like it's just us it, right now. It sounds like a Rocky and Bullwinkle, the gritty reboot. I know, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's the or in the title. As long as Jason Alexander can play Boris, I'm actually ah! fine with that. Well, hey, there's Russians in the movies. So yeah, right, you know, yeah. Works. Somewhere, yeah, true, true. Oh, man, this one... So was one... Rocky and Bullwinkle, like, propaganda? Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, it definitely was, yeah. I thought it was about, you know, yeah. um, cartoon moose and squirrel. Yeah, well, it was just to be able to make <laughs> people like, okay, well, let's do very harmless animals and these really, really awful, this awful couple, Boris and Natasha, who were really just, okay, short guy, got a tall, hot chick... I don't know what the problem was. Were they rejects from the Adams family or something? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Well, when I was a kid, I never put together like, oh yeah. no, evil communists or well, Soviet I mean, you know, whatever. Well, we're way outside of all that shit too. So you know, with all the like, oh my god, fear of the Russians. I don't I so. have a fear of Russians. No, I, that that shit was too. I was too little to know what was going on. Yeah. Well, we were around when uh, Boris Yeltsin, uh, when he tore down the USSR. I mean, that was in the 90s. I can't hear that acronym without thinking of the Beatles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Boris Yeltsin? Oh, USSR. Uh, okay, yeah. USSR. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the, the sometimes it, that's actually funny, too, because the USSR actually did something funny. Um, the... Uh, they banned the Beatles music, and they actually had, for years, they had Beatles-like uh, bands themselves that would say oh. they were the Beatles that would tour around the USSR singing songs instead of She Loves You, I'm Stupid, I'm American, and Nobody Likes Me. Is that real? Because that sounds that's like an seri- Onion article. No, that seriously is legit. <laughs> that's seriously legit, too. If there's a... There's a, a <laughs> Sure. Yeah, there's a Paul McCartney concert with the yeah. I think that's immature. (laughs) There's a Paul McCartney concert where he did this. I think it was back in the USSR. It was uh, back behind the red curtain or something. Uh, Back behind something red, where he first time where he did um, he did a show in front of the Kremlin, and he was the first Beatle to do that in a while. So like they did that, and they mentioned it, and they said that. I just started laughing hysterically. (laughs) Like. Like, yeah, that's the way you need to go. I think, so. I think it's that song is the first time I learned there's actually a country called Georgia. Because I was yeah. like, what? Oh, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, true, true, yeah. Yeah, it gives Ray Charles, Georgia, on my mind a whole different par- meaning if you think about it, too. Now I'm thinking about the song about peaches. Mm. Mm. And now I'm thinking about the peachoid <laughs> and, and uh, House of Cards. But, well, speaking of Beatles, this movie came out in 1964. Definitely, That's pretty yeah. pretty groovy. Yeah, and Peter Sellers had some sort of relationship with the Beatles, too. Oh. Yeah, I think well, famous people, famous bands. Well, I don't know. I think in some ways it had to happen. So, so let's not um, tell our time guest when we get our time guest too much about the Beatles or what, what will happen. That's a good idea. Yeah. Should we ever 
you know, mess with them, confuse them, and just start singing a part of a song, and they'll be like, what the hell is that? Or <laughs> do you think well, that breaks space and time? And I don't know. Well, we haven't heard anything yet. I mean, we've been doing this nearly a year now, so. Uh, wasn't there, hmm, there seems to have, when I went out to the bathroom, there seems to have been a time cop that visited. Yeah, I, true. I, I don't know what that was about, but, um... Yeah, well, that that seems like a response. Well, there's time cops, and then, you know, gravity hasn't fallen yet, so it should be okay. Oh, uh, wink, wink, nudge, mm-hmm. nudge. Say no more. Okay. There. So, uh, brief history today. Since this is still a salute to the U.S. military month in uh, the month of September. Um. Yeah, we're kind of aware that, uh, I guess it's sort of ironic, though, to call it a salute, because yeah. this is obviously mocking things <laughs> to a degree yeah oh, but and we've had critical movies that are critical but yeah it's a theme month there yeah that's true but the um this one is obviously focusing on the cold war and brief hi- yeah brief history on it uh brief summation after world war ii the u.s and the ussr well russia um only two superpowers left after all the fighting and everything um, Picturing comic book heroes yeah. in rubble now. <laughs> well, the only two left, and then what they want to do is they want to spread their influence as far as they can. Spread their influence. <laughs> so, <laughs> fluoride. <laughs> well, it comes uh, basically. It's like okay, they're now they're trying to fight for influence. The U. Uh, the Russia starts to spread out, take control of countries, and the Iron Curtain comes into Eastern Europe. And that, you know, that starts to spread a little more. Do the curtains match the drapes? Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Isn't a curtain and a drape kind of the same? Uh, Whatever, curtain match the carpet, I think is the right phrase. Okay. Yeah. The drapes match the carpet is actually the one you're thinking of. Oh. Yeah. Ah, whatever. That was funny. The, um... So the uh, Harry Truman creates the Truman Doctrine, basically says communism must be contained. And think of the whole Cold War as the Cold War era, where there's a series of tiny wars that, well, not really tiny, as you'll see next week. Proxy wars, thank you. And what they did was it just basically was the ideas of capitalism versus the ideas of communism and, you know, who was better. Of course, they didn't want to spread communism because... Uh, with the U.S., you know, we had stuff that we were doing, and people around the world were buying our stuff. Isn't and if communism <laughs> took over, where would people buy our stuff from? Isn't it ironic that, uh, well, I guess, te- isn't China technically communist, and they make all our stuff they sell to us? Well, now. Yeah. yeah. Now. How, uh, the you know. how the hell does that happen? No, no, that's another podcast, irony. another day, yeah. Um, but this movie itself, Dr. Strangelove, basically satires a lot of it. Our first Stanley Kubrick film, and yeah. chances are it's not going to be our last. Because um, you like The Shining. Yeah. I, th- I think The Shining was more yeah. entertaining. But true, true. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. genre. Yeah, I agree with you, too. And Kubrick himself, I mean, he's made some really good movies to me, and he's made some bad ones. And I think one of the better ones itself, um, we might do this some point in the future, is AI. Ah, yeah, like that's w- well, when you know the when you know the background of it, it was actually really it was actually good. It's you know halfway through the film, Stanley Kubrick died. Steven Spielberg picked up the rest of it and finished it off. I mean that's sweet, but it's a depressing yeah. movie. Yeah, I I thought it was good. It's still it it, it it's not perfect by far, <laughs> but it had some good parts. Like a Frankenstein movie, you know. Yeah, it, two it, people created it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just kind of like. Yeah, yeah. but The Shining definitely is my favorite of all of them. By I hate two thousand one Space Odyssey. Internet, the go. <laughs> there we go. You can't uh, say that on the internet without people ripping you one. I guess. Yeah, like true. you're too dumb to understand <laughs> how deep the. Uh, I don't know. Flashing colors are. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it either. But yeah, I went with this because I was wondering if um, I'd seen it, I don't know, 15, 10 years ago. 
I think so, yeah. I don't know if it was early, it was college or high school or some, whatever. It was definitely college, because oh. Bob had to watch it for college. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I wondered if it was as boring as I remembered, or if it's such great famous satire, if perhaps, um, given the current climate of... Uh, Today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I wondered if it, you could, if I... If we were able to appreciate it more, like if the context makes more sense now that we're all like, oh, we're all going to die because tweets and insults and. Yeah. And Rocket Man. Burning out his fuse. He can burn out his fuse over there. (laughs) 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 Well, I think it's okay for us to say this kind of shit because, I mean, usually we say don't get political, but it's more like, hey, let's not um, rag on parties. Right. But. Yeah. Um, I think we can rag on childish nuclear pissing contest. Which is basically what this is. But there are differences. Yeah. Um, So, before we get into the cosmic claw machine, um, plug our social media. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I was just thinking of that, too. So, if you uh, find us, our best place to talk to us is on Twitter. You could find that on MT Time Machine. Yes. And then um, you can search us on Facebook, in which we need a little more likes there. Um, So please go ahead and like that, because we will probably be having contests next month. Um, Well, we figure we might do something here, so I haven't really figured it out yet. Oh, okay. This is the first I've heard of this idea. So so we might do contests, might do things, you know, might have some fun with it. Um, and, uh, and you can also, if you want to do business with us, it's movie theater time machine at gmail.com. What kind of business? Yeah. Want to sponsor us? Give us money. Yes. And we'll go ahead and do that. Think of us as a podcast that has a advertising habit and we like to n- nurture that habit as well. I think you're talking about addiction. No. Or I funding. Just, well, yeah. Business. Business, business as usual. Yeah. Business. Yeah. Business is true. All right, so we have this movie and well, from nineteen sixty four. And let's see what we can do I with can it. I can do a radio voice too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to nineteen sixty four. Sixty four. You've got to do this edge thing on your voice. I don't know what it is, but it helps. <laughs> Newsreel of the day. Newsreel of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump on and do put the quarter in here. But not literally jump in because we did that. Oh, right yeah, there. that didn't work, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Max, <laughs> can you show me a trick? Turn some tricks. What the hell are you talking about? Can you show us a rabbit? Yeah, can you pull it out of your hat? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Wait, we got to specify it's the mammal and not, like, the uh, vibrator. (laughs) That was weird, okay. You don't know what a rabbit is? I do, I do. I don't think the people need to know that. I'm sure our audience finds um, equal pleasuring to be of utmost importance. Yeah, true. (laughs) And this movie is full of random sex innuendo, so it is appropriate and totally not a cheap joke. Okay. I didn't say it was. Boner. (laughs) All right, let me get this machine started. Anus. (laughs) Vagina. (laughs) Sack is a real name, I think. Okay. Let's get this one, darling. Ready? Yes. (laughs) Oh, hello? Oh, uh, hi there, um... How are you? Hello? Nice coat. Nice Thank monocle. you very much. Well, I didn't know anyone still wore those in 64. <laughs> oh, you know, we tried to have it. Uh, it does make me look very well. Um, why are you gesticulating like that? Because I am the one who needs to be talking like this. Um, I, uh, hey, I think this guy's yeah. got that. I, I think he's, I, I think he might be possessed. No, I he's think he's all right. Maybe he just watched this movie too much. Yeah, her. He's got that twitchy, um, gesticulating. Where am I? Thing going. Where am I supposed to be? Um, you are in the year um 
none of your business. Uh, we stopped using numbers in this future age, and this is all just a dream. Yeah, you went ahead and you just saw the movie Dr. Strangelove or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. And you went ahead and pulled you through here, and now you're in the studio to help us review it. How do you feel about that? Oh, that sounds really fun. Why don't we go ahead and do that? Great. Just make sure to enunciate for the um, <clears throat> radio. It's radio, yeah. Okay, I think we'd be fine there for you. Should we be good here? Okay, what did you I think of them? I don't understand a fucking word he just said. Oh, what do you want to do with them? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go through that, and we'll uh, get to see how this thing's working. You wanted to try a, a slightly different format, more less yeah. scene reading and more... Yeah, we'll talk about really how we feel about it. and you Our know. feeling. How yeah. do you feel about <laughs> this movie, guest? Are you afraid I of I love this one for me, and it showed that we just need to go ahead and laugh, and we need to see what we need to... Oh. <laughs> I, I think he's got Dr. Strange Love um, alien. Yeah, that was pretty everything. funny, though, actually. <laughs> uh, so, um, this movie starts. It's um, U.S. Air Force Brigadier General Jack D. Ripper. It starts with airplane porn. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was true. Yeah, nice. I remember that because I played mm. Afterburner, that old Sega game, yeah. and I had a lot of trouble refueling. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. was a kid. I didn't know yeah. how refueling worked, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> and the music that you just heard in the, the you heard in the beginning of this episode actually is what you what you see what you hear while you're seeing a plane refuel, which always fascinated the hell out of me. Because uh, how they actually do that. <laughs> because it's like porno with airplanes? No, it's just, you know, you have this, you're, you're thousands of miles, you know, you're thousands. When a mommy plane and a daddy plane <laughs> love each other very much and don't want to drop out of the sky. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're so far up in the sky and they just do that. They get in, you know, and it's, it's like just, that it's scene amazing. From, from the Lion King, yeah. uh, sh Broadway or whatever, or musical, where they're on the Flying through the air during oh, the love uh, scene. Oh, can you feel? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's just it's a it's kind of good there too. So uh, Jack the Ripper is the commander of the Burpleson Air Force Base that houses the Strategic Air Command eight eight forty third bomb wing, equipped with the B fifty two bombers. No so rock it's known lobsters. as a love shack. <laughs> <laughs> so you They'll hear? turn your entire yeah. country into a love yeah. shack, I guess. Yeah. With that firepower. <laughs> the uh, the eight the eight forty third is currently in flight and born and two hours away from their targets inside of Russia. Now Jack the Ripper orders. He basically orders a wing attack plan R. We don't know what that means yet. It's bad. But though. it's bad. Yeah. We start learning about wing attack plan R itself. Plan R was one of the worst that could happen, and it is what it can't be. Yeah, we kind of got We're that. We're shaking in the theater, and we say, oh, no, it cannot happen Oh, there. do you know what wing attack plan R was? Wait, before they told us? <laughs> wing attack plan R was always something that needed to happen when it was the all-out end of the world. Really? Yes, that is very true. I, I think it was um, play lots of old-timey music right. about endings and stuff. <laughs> yeah. so war never changes. Yeah. So there's uh, we're on one of the aircrafts, and we see basically there's a three-letter code that comes up. And um, OGF-136, I believe, I was, was the... I was expecting it to be some kind of funny acronym, but yeah. if it was, it's yeah. lost on me. Well, they see like that. Like OMG, yeah. if it was made now, I think yeah. would work. True, true, yeah, yeah, true. But the um, we see that you know they they're starting to scramble. Okay, we got the orders, and um, the pilot of the plane, which um, his name escapes me at the given moment, but uh, yeah, uh, Kong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, yeah. The southern uh, sounding guy. Major TJ, nicknamed King Kong. They hear so. I want to know if there's a naming convention among these. Th these are all kind of silly n names. I know some of them are dirty sounding, but mm. I'm not entirely sure what. Uh, like, what's Burpleson? Is it just supposed to sound like burp and therefore silly, or is it a reference to something? Like, what is that? Well, I mean, it's general silliness as well, but you know, just on the outside of the base is where there's a big sign that says "Peace is our business." 
Yeah. You know, while they have a whole bunch of guns and they're shooting anybody who comes near them. Well, yeah, that's part of the plan yeah. R. Right. You know, so uh, plan R, I guess, is in case of, um, he, he said it was if it's if the Russians had invaded Washington D.C. and right. taken out the government or some shit like that, yeah. uh, then they would lock up the base and yeah, uh, which is what they do, bomb some yeah. shit. Yeah, so they're giving their orders on the plane, and T.J. Kong does say this one thing, or puts on the cowboy hat, and I'm like, okay, I could follow this guy. And then one of the bombers, there's a black guy there who starts running it, and it's James Earl Jones. Oh. And I, I look at him like, yeah, I remember the. I'm like, this is James Earl Jones. I'm like, okay, so the voice of Darth Vader <laughs> is now starting to basically end the world. It's like that, this that, is that. this is the origin of the Death Star. A point. tiny airplane. Although <laughs> well, it looked pretty roomy. Bomb the way, bomb everything, and then just take Burn off. Everybody. You know, you know, you expect it just to go. <laughs> to go ahead and just bomb Russia. <laughs> to me, that needs, was fun. M- needs more uh, asthma wheeze. Yeah. <laughs> or obscene phone call? Is that more <laughs> asthma or obscene phone call? <laughs> thinking now a family guy when they said, you know, let's like the audition when James O. Jones showed up to audition for Darth Vader. <laughs> and he's there, he's like this fat guy and you know, so he's like, yeah, we're just going to have you do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is giant love handle. I gotta say though, the, the th- those scenes in the airplane were kind of excruciating. Yeah, they're so boring. Yeah. Um, well, except for sometimes Kong occasionally said something colorful and southern, but kind of like Colonel Potter. But Would uh, you think it was intense to see how that they were and how it was supposed to be, and you see the fighting men who were trying to go ahead and just protect the borders of the country? Uh, By basically bombing another country? Yes! That's what a bomber does. Yeah, that's that's kind of wild. And it was really weird. They did, ch- like, triple, quadruple check because they were yeah. like, are you serious, Plan R? Yeah. And, yeah, that goes on and on and on. Yeah. And it's boring and... I could see your point. Like yeah. a bad, overly long family guy gag. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, yeah. So I, I think I, I don't know. Would you rather watch Conway Twitty for five <laughs> minutes or them going on like flip this switch, this plan, that plan, this check code. the vo- check the <laughs> check the kill switch. Kill switch is good. Check so this. Kill switch is fine. Should we be like? T- should we talk about our feelings about the movie and shit? Sure. <laughs> um, okay. Apparently, this is supposedly a comedy, but I mean, there's some parts that are kind of funny, but it's. Not that it's not that funny. It Just some parts are kind of. Amusing. It does have some funny parts to it. I mean, the, you know, we're getting later on with George C. Scott. The fluid. <laughs> and yeah, they protect our precious bodily fluids. Yeah, that's some that, that Infowars type shit. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck you, Alex Jones. <laughs> fuck you. And all your damned supplements or whatever the fuck you want to do. Man powder or whatever. Was. Yeah, that, that, no, <laughs> and, fuck you. And and uh, props to Stephen Colbert for yes. tasting that shit. No, John Person. Oliver did that. Oh, that was John. Yeah, I, I like yeah. both of them. John so. Oliver bought all the supplements is, is that and said this is dumb. No, <laughs> uh, but the uh, yeah, Jack uh, Jacks the Ripper is basically that's just so good. Uh, he He's has, like a calmer, saner Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, we're protected, fine, he has this thing about the. Um, he tells Colonel Mandrake, who is also played by Peter Sellers, uh, he plays three characters in this movie. Yeah, I saw a picture on the. Yeah. Good and job. Yeah, and he believes that the Soviets are using fluoride in the U.S. water supply, and he has to, and to pollute and pr- to pollute the precious bodily fluids of Americans. I don't fucking know. How do you get communism in the fluoride? Yeah, I, it, did he say that? Yeah, no. He just, you know, it's like, and later on where he says that other stuff. He got the idea to yeah. have sex? Yeah, he basically, you know, Mandrick's realized that he's insane, and you see, like, he's explaining this, and he's like, okay, you'll give me the give me the, the recall code, and I'll just walk away. Um, we're joined in the war room, and basically we're introduced to Buck Turgeson. <laughs> His name is Buck, and he likes to 
party. His <laughs> father say he likes to party. I think he was a very fine man. I like the what way he you? emoted, but mm. oh, I read that um, they Kubrick lied to him to get funnier takes. Oh, really? Like he was like, oh, just do exaggerated takes. We're not going to use those. Then he used them, and then oh. he's like. That, that would be a Kubrick thing. I'm not thing. working yeah. with you, Kubrick. Yeah, that would be a Kubrick thing to do because he he's known for manipulating his actors a lot. And um, Turgeson, <laughs> like, it's um, it's played by George C. Scott, and um, he also uh, played General Patton in the movie Patton we reviewed oh, actually yeah. months back. And it was really good to see him in less of a jackass role. He was he a still jackass. was a jackass, but you know it's still it's a, the toned down a little bit more until he starts screaming about yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he had this gun here, General, and about mine shaft gas. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's um there's a scene where we're introduced to him and he's hanging around with his secretary. Why is she wearing a bikini at 3 a.m. in bed? Because 1964. Or. Was that what lingerie looked like? It was candy for the men in the audience. Then I, I, I can't quite get over... I could see that point. Yeah. Her underpants or whatever you'd call them. Why why were they cinched like at every... I think like it was supposed to be a... Some kind of weird a, diaper cover. Yeah, I think it was supposed <laughs> to be a skirt or something. No, it wasn't. Or, it was just like they yeah. had weird... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like... Why are you wearing that pumpkin on your ass? <laughs> That's the effect that having like elastic bands at all. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, your bikini's silly. Yeah. It was weird. I think it was just really, I agree with you. A uh, buck was about to yeah. buck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you and agree with my friend here, our new friend. I mean, I what think is it was. What's your name, new friend? My name? Yes. My name is Tony. Oh, wow. That yeah, you look totally like a... Sure. Is he an ex-Nazi that emigrated like Dr. Strangelove? I don't know. Oh, we'll see. He sounds familiar yeah, somehow. Yeah, true. Not that true. I would know 1960s ex-Nazis, but he yeah. sounds like something from TV. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. Just, just watch yourself. Make sure he doesn't, I don't know... Well, you're Try to hurt us with his... That's good advice. Well, we got the portal, too, so we'll just push him back. Wait, yeah. do you think we could make a doomsday device out of our portal? <laughs> I mean, think about it. If you we put could, a portal yeah. on top of another portal at a yeah. different time, yeah. um, we might be able to destroy all the universes. Yeah, and then probably. anybody with a doomsday device, like in this movie, they wouldn't dare fuck yeah. with us. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, so, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Precious bodily solids. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the uh, the general that uh, is called into the war room at three o'clock in the morning, and they're briefing President Merkin Muffley. <laughs> Somebody on the internet is said like they're thinks that Kubrick was calling, or some, whoever was calling him a pussy. Yeah, but... I, I don't know about that. Uh, he yeah. looked like Kirk Van Houten from The Simpsons. <laughs> I just gotta say that one. It's like, okay, so Milhouse's dad is the president, and this is pretty much what would happen. You know, where he's trying to handle everything, but I think, you know, I think we were talking earlier, he handles everything actually fairly well. Yeah, he's classy. Until the end, and he's very level-headed. Yeah, well, obviously he's level He, he is pretty Dimitri, nervous, too. Dimitri, Dimitri, yeah. don't be like that. Yeah, so... <laughs> the, so I uh, would hardly call him a pussy. I would call yeah. him prudent. Yeah. And, but he does come against Turgidson, yeah. yeah. who's obviously a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just keeps eating the gum, and that's where you yeah. saw, like, he like he's trying to, yeah, he, I think so, but I think he was trying to, like, hold himself together, because I think everybody in, the, I could imagine, if you have that moment where we're about to be on the tip of nuclear war, you're sitting in that war room with the big boards, you know, right be right behind you. showing you know, where the planes yeah. are. The yeah, and uh, he has this really, really... Look at your general. Look, the squares are where the sights are there, and you have the triangles are where the other sights are going to be. There you have our boys going in there for you, and they're all right. And he, he just, you know, they look at him like, okay, it just looks like a really intricate Atari game. <laughs> 
It and looks like light bright. Yeah. <laughs> but better looking. Definitely true. Um, so he explains the he said, well, you know, it's like, I thought I was the only one authorized to be able to authorize a nuclear war si- nuclear strike. Well, yes, sir, General, you are the only one able to know it, but. You know, the plans under Plan R call for a subordinate to be able to go ahead and authorize that if it was the takeout of of Washington, D.C. So the pro- problem is they can't recall these airplanes because, yeah. <clears throat> well, part of the protocol was that they shut off all incoming, I think, incoming signals except ones that... Um, right, so the enemy wouldn't scramble them. Yeah, or issue fake orders. The, right. Um, Unless it had a certain three-letter prefix, and apparently there's 17,000 permutations, and the only person who knows the code is Ripper. Yeah. Who has, um, Mandrake has figured out that Ripper is going to let, that he staged this thing. Right. He wants to just get rid of the communists already. He gets rid of the enemy, and they're the ones that need to go! Yeah, I guess, but you don't want to kill civilians, right? I mean, well, good communi- people don't want to kill civilians. The next communists need to be able to go out here. What if they show up on our show? What are we going to do? And um, that's, actually, well, that's actually a really good point, though, where he says show up on the shore. Is that Ripper? Yeah, Ripper orders the base to basically, is like, okay, lockdown, tells Mandrake, get all the radios, get all the outside signals, out of the way, and anybody who approaches the base, shoot to kill. Yeah, we don't know he's crazy yeah. yet, though. It, yeah. Mandrake figures it out because he, one of the radios he confiscates is playing civilian broadcasts, yeah. and apparently they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that yeah. if a yeah. fallout invasion had happened. Yeah. So he he comes to Ripper, and he's like, um, hey, uh, yeah. civilian radio. He's, he's all being polite and British, too. Yeah, <laughs> true. Because he's yeah. RAF. Right, yeah. I don't know why he's yeah. there. Royal, Royal Air Force is part of the officer's exchange program. But Ripper basically locks him in the room and is yeah. all like, yeah, yeah. you're going to stay here yeah. and um, drink with me. Yeah, true. And, <laughs> and they're just going to wait at the end of the world. And he has a giant gun. It looked like a handgun to oh, me. Oh, 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 you were going over. Okay. You You're wouldn't shoot a fellow officer, would you? Yeah, but the uh, yeah, that, exactly. So, uh, in the war room, Turgeson attempts to convince Muffley to let the attack continue, but the president refuses to be a party to, uh, to, uh, to be party to a nuclear strike. Instead, he brings uh, Soviet ambassador Alexei into the war room, which drives everybody nuts. He's kind and of a to, jerk. Yeah. And to get onto the phone with the, with the, uh, Dmitry Kisov, who is the, uh, <laughs> Soviet prime minister to be able to talk through everything and he warns them he says hey there's an pending attack but you know what we're going to tell you the positions where they are so that way the Russians can protect themselves and I like the conversation you know where he's like oh you know we 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 always talked about something would go wrong with the bomb <laughs> that bomb Dimitri <laughs> the bomb oh um if you're wondering, kiss off, according to dictionary.com, is slang for an actor instance of dismissing a person or thing. I knew it was something. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, so the uh, the heated discussion with the president, you know, with the premier, so the president informs um, uh, the ambassador informs them that he's created that he uh, created a doomsday device, which basically, if anything's attacked, it just sets off all life in the world. All animal, all human life is gone. At that point, like plants. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's that's another thing. So maybe the seaweed will be okay. What yeah. about those disgusting, ugly fish really deep in the ocean? Mm, yeah. Yeah. The water bears. Oh. Or something. Those like would probably. Th- those those would be fish. okay. Those are like microbes. Yeah. True. True. Uh, those are interesting though. Yeah, they're extremophile. Yeah. Microbe, something like that. I think they can survive the vacuum of space. Yeah. So those, um, those might be okay. And then, oh god, imagine if those things are like people-sized. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Hideous. Yeah. Ninety-three. Despite the know. cute name. Yeah. The ninety-three <laughs> years after uh, after it set up is when everything would be uh, would everything would be habitable again. 
The device cannot be dismantled or untriggered, so... Conveniently. Yeah, so when the president, uh, wheelchair-bound science advisor, former Nazi Dr. Strangelove, points out that such a doomsday device would only be an effective deterrent if everyone knew about it, um... The ambassador replies that the prime minister had to re- had to plan to reveal it the following week. So, like, we have this big power. No, we don't. We have this, and you know what? We have this big power. It's just something like I can imagine. I have we the power! we've been uh, binge watching Community, <laughs> and it's just something. Imagine if this was a sitcom. You could picture the dean. You know, <laughs> He'd be the president. You know, <laughs> No, it'd be this one here. <laughs> We've invented the Doomsday device. <laughs> <laughs> Doomsday. Doomsday device. <laughs> and then I don't know, maybe confetti comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he'd wear a, a, a cute army outfit thing. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> so meanwhile, the U.S. Army forces have arrived over at Burbleston. Oh, I was. Okay. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say, but I was going to say something, but you kept going. I'm sorry. Um, about the Doomsday. Thing? Yeah. Oh, uh, Doctor Strangelove apparently was not in the original book this was based on, and I, th- I think it was just like a th- straight thriller. But then Kubrick couldn't. He was re- according to what I've read, he was researching, um, this kind of thriller stuff, but apparently he couldn't. Um, he found an inherent humor in the ridiculousness of it all and couldn't get it out of his mind. So yeah. it got kind of comedic. Yeah. And Dr. Strangelove was not in the original book. What was the original book called? Um, just looking at here. No, no, I got it right here. Oh, okay. The, um, I did post a Mental Floss article of trivia up on yeah. Facebook if you want to. The film is loosely based on Peter George's thriller uh, Red Alert. So I did read that Stanley Kubrick bought the rights to the movie, uh, about the rights to make it into a movie, but then he just saw something really strange, and you know, then he kept talking about it. There is a different, an alternate ending to this, though. Yes, that but I, is you know, it too soon to say. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. Wasn't there another movie with that kind of ending we talked about? Um, or yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes, I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I think so for it, but the um. For, you know, earlier on, one of the generals basically says, okay, we'll get the Air Force. And remember, folks, the um, the the Air Force base that basically ordered everything is being, you know, taken, is under, is locked down. So anybody who enters is like, you know what, my guys will go ahead and get rid of all you guys, so that's fine. Um, he's sealed off the on Ripper's orders, so... Um, they have this moment, and this is one, of, I think it was a funny scene, where, you know, Ripper gets this gun out and, you know, has Mandrake feed him the bullets. And they're like, oh, yes, yeah, so I'll go ahead and feed her the bullets. They're fine. You know, he didn't want to do... It's he, like a belt of yeah. machine gun bullets. All right, feed the bullets. You know, we make a good team there. And he just, like, he's talking about precious bodily fluids. <laughs> and it's like, the only way I could do that... Like, you know, you just say it like out of the side of your mouth, like precious bodily fluids. Kubrick didn't yeah. make up that paranoid yeah. conspiracy theory either. Oh no, no, it still is alive today. People oh, believe that fluoride is fucking up people. <laughs> Fuck Although, you, Alex Jones. But yeah, well, yeah, he said. Was he talking about fluoride making the yes. frogs gay? Yes, he did. I gotta it say, turns the frogs gay. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I'll tell you something about the comedies right there. There's a comedy conspiracy that I see where it's supposed to be. What the fuck is going on right there? Oh, oh my God, what the hell happened? Oh, something really happened with the machine right there. Oh, wait, what What happened? The boss, there's something here. It looked like he kind of changed I a little bit. I think there was fluoride in the machine. Yeah, he changed a little bit here. Well, tell me, this is the way I've always been right there. Look, look, look. All I'm trying to tell you is something. I see this point right there, and there is something. The Ruskies are here. They're going to be like, right. sounds like they're a, gonna get a rambling here. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. The, Ru- the Ruskies are going to go ahead and do something. I don't for know what us he's saying. There. There's something really happened. I don't really Help. know. Help. <laughs> Just speak more on the microphone, man. Uh, 
speak slowly and put spaces okay. between words. All right, here's what's happening right there. You know, where I see this movie, I'm sitting there and I'm watching there and I see that the Russians, are they going to do that? There's going to be a point where the bomb will possibly drop. And we're looking at this, we're trying to get a laugh, but it's our day today. And I see this, folks, all the way around here. You have the microphone, somebody's got to bug us. Is this going to the Kremlin or what the hell's going if on? If we were going to bug you, we wouldn't use giant-ass microphones. No, we wouldn't, really. And our technology is future people technology, not communist technology. Future people. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we be yeah, you ain't got to worry about that one, folks. Uh, don't worry. Yeah, we're not yeah, communists. No, no, we're, we're future fine. people. No, no, no. <laughs> not fine. No, folks, I sit there, and there was one of those. I looked, I don't know where that Alex Jones boy is, I tell you seriously, but when I saw that scene there, and then Ripper was trying to go ahead and blow it up, he had to go ahead and protect his men. And I tell you the fact there. Um, he had to do what he had to do. do. Do you believe fluoride is bad? His men here, you don't know who's coming. You don't know who's going to be there. They show up and they look just like you. It could be your friends. Yes. It could be somebody you I see all the, the time. Cruci- I, I, I've read The Crucible. We all yeah. did in school. Yeah, man. You know, people might be different in times, but you know, you build relationships when you talk with people. You know, with spaces between the words. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's where we're supposed to be here, but that is a time where you really need to do that. And let me tell you something, that really kind of bumps me. I'm sitting there with my popcorn trying to have my date, and I try to see that people, and you that's nothing there. You a date to this movie? Wouldn't you? No. No, not at all. Yeah, hell no, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, well, all right, back into the movie here. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, Doctor Strange loves talks about the thing and the uh oh yeah the art the um <laughs> the bodily fluids. <laughs> the, yeah, this guy has bodily fluids. He wants to hear. Well, how did you know? And the Mandrake side, I'm like, how did you first come about this? Well, I came about in the physical act of love. I started figuring out why this happened. People were pressing their fluids, and he's Wait like. He did he have ED? Is that what this was all about? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> maybe yes, maybe maybe that's it. I don't know, man. He, he <laughs> and then he said that he went and started withholding his yeah. bodily fluids. Yeah. So uh, well, I've I've never denied a woman's advances. I've never gone oh, kind of away from a woman, but you know what? You know, he's like. Well, that's responsible family planning, I guess. This is one if last act of. On. No, no, don't worry. It's not like you know. No, I, I like women. I'm like women, man. Drake, don't worry. I'm good. <laughs> but with the points there, one of the things that got me, and I don't know if you caught this too, or Tony, if or you, yes, if you caught this as well, um, he's firing the gun out the window. Why is he holding on to the muzzle of that gun? Keep it straight. It had, well, there had to be some oh, sort of handle. No pun intended. Yeah. But it is one of those, like, you fire a gun like that, there's got to be some heat given off to it, and he's putting, like, probably what has to be the hottest part of the gun right there. Hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that from the, the Simpsons, uh, Ivanette and Yage. They're yeah. on the cannon. Yes. Like, they yeah. jump up, and they're like, hot, hot, hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, <I said> that. <laughs> sure, yeah. They're sitting on the yeah. cannons. <laughs> yeah, so it all kind of... Winds down, uh, Rip, Ripper's men surrender to their same side, which they start to find out. And I wanted to know more about that. But then they find the, um, you know. Mandrake Rip- did yeah. get the code. Some, yeah. Oh, he figured it out by code because Ripper um, went to the bathroom and shot himself. Right, because he thought he was like, okay, the enemy's here. I'm not going to stand up well against torture. You know, but I think the it was kind of a silly point. Like, oh well, you know, go ahead and give yourself a good shave. I think that's always we need a good shave. How about we go ahead and get the coat and bam? I thought he was gonna cut his throat, and that's yeah. why he used a towel. Is yeah. he just like, I don't want to get brains all over the place? Yeah, I don't know. Well, but that, that's just maybe he just tried to like look like he was gonna shave so that way oh. he wouldn't stop him or something mm-hmm. or. But then yeah. this other guy arrives, yeah. and he thinks Mandrake's responsible somehow. Right, which was, yeah, he was the leader of the military, where they says, okay, put your hands up and come with me. Mandrake's and like, I gotta call the president. Yeah. I know yeah. the code. I think Got I know the it. the president? You, you want to call the president, yeah. And he convinces him, and just still, that was a good scene there. <laughs> Why the hell did he have to shoot the coke machine? 
uh, because he was a secret where, commie. He needed, I don't know. He needed to find the Coke machine, and he needed to go ahead and do that. Well, yeah, it was, that was a funny line, dude. Yeah, I was laughing, too, by that point. Yeah, I know. Early, I was, you know, it was funny. Early, I didn't want to laugh there. You know, it was like, well, it Do goes. you hate Coke or something? Yeah. We oh, need it was to get really, no, it was it was funny, you know, his line that he said here, my laugh, my date laughed, and everything was funny. Yes, hilarious. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, yeah. Well, that li- was one of the funny Yeah, parts. yeah, line here. Well, I'll go ahead and shoot this, but if it shoots there, you you owe a few words or an apology to the Coca Cola company. Yeah, because <laughs> no one has the correct change. <laughs> oh, Drats, I need 55 cents. Oh, Drats. And they, they couldn't make a collect call to the president. Because <laughs> they wouldn't accept a collect call. Oh, God. Uh, oh, and this whole thing is happening, they, like, we have 20 minutes before they reach their destination. That, yes. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you figure it'd be quicker? I know. Uh, it's, it's yeah, or at least the, half, Yeah, maybe. it's, it's kind of wild, too. <laughs> so, Muffley, the president, discloses the plan's target and helps to, you know, the Soviets find it. Yeah, but they want to shoot down the planes yeah. before they... <laughs> Kaza. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, at this point, you know, the plane that T.J. Kong, Major Kong, is, um, you know, is doing his fuel is dwindling because they got shot. And as the plane approaches the new target, the crew is unable to open the damaged body door. Uh, Major Kong enters the bomb bay and repairs the broken wiring where the door opens. And there we see the big famous scene that's been parodied <laughs> where he falls with the hanging on the bomb. Whee! Cowboy hat. Yeah. And one of the, gr- there's a great parody, and we have to put this on our social media, of Homer Simpson <laughs> doing the exact same thing, and it is a funny shot for shot line. It, it's great. Uh, back in the war room, we see that um, Dr. Strangelove recommends that the president gather several hundred thousand people to live deep in the mine shafts where radiation is not going to penetrate. But other things might. And he wants to go ahead and he wants to help everybody procreate. And he wants to have everything new. And I tell you, seriously, there's someone who's watching and they want to do that. Why would anybody want to watch anybody procreate? Um, Pornography? You don't like pornography? Oh, something there that's uh, that's a generate masses. We ain't going to have anything like that at all. Well, um, well... Porn was used in 1984, the, the book, to control the masses, I think. Oh, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, true. He wants a, a suggest a 10 to 1 female to male ratio for breeding Woo, program to help repopulate the earth. You know, an Amazon society sounds like a pretty good idea at this point, uh, especially if with all the whole wieners as guns metaphor shit. Let's, let's try some. Let's yeah. shake things up. Well, even the you know, even the Soviet uh, ambassadors like, you know, like, well, I'd say, Doctor, you have a pretty good idea. No, thank you very much. Why is it called Doctor Strangelove when he's not even in the movie that much? Yeah, it, it well it grabbed attention. Here, here, well, he uh, did have cool hair and glasses yeah. and was yeah. I don't know, his hand was always doing something else, like yeah. trying to Nazi salute. Yeah, but he couldn't do that one. The um The ending of this movie yeah. is like, what? Yeah. What the fuck was that? Yeah, so the uh the yeah, this is where I started losing it. And I started losing. You weren't so turgid. Yeah. Anymore. I started losing <laughs> interest because it started to gra- it started to wean out a little bit, and it could have been a little shorter because they're talking all about you know the plans to be able to repopulate and oh, Mr. President, I think we need to do this. And he wanted to go ahead and he wanted to give everything the way it was supposed to be, Air General. And I looked out of the big board, see the big board, and say, hey. We didn't have the shoot down today. That one plane might still be there, but it, yeah, then it trailed the doomsday device, right? Yeah, really. That was one of those. Like, oh man, this is kind of scary. I I just kept thinking, let's see some Fallout vaults. Let me <laughs> fill her in, man. What actually happened at this point? We had the you know the world might blow up at any point. When are the Russians going to be there? And that's the point here. You might as well go down laughing. Maybe that explains really? the original ending. Very true, actually. Why don't we get into that? Yes! Let's the get into it like a m- sex mine shaft. <laughs> <laughs> shaft. The shaft. The, um, the original ending to this movie was not where the bombs are. And, you know, just to 
give a little bit of it. Okay, so they talk about the repopulation and everything, and then Strangelove stands up and loudly announces that he can walk again. I don't get that. And the, Martyr, I can walk. Yeah, he calls him. Sure, he can walk here. That's great, yeah. Former Nazi. Hey, they had to tie that in there, and that was kind of funny, and I laughed, and then, oh, we're already. It made you appreciate what you have. Um. You understand? No, but... Well, uh, uh, well, if I couldn't walk, I would sure appreciate a wheelchair. It's going to blow up. Look, the world's going to blow up right there at any point here. Oh. you got to appreciate what you have there. It's okay, you're fine there. You have that one big moment, but you took it all for granted. That's a really good point. Tony, thank you. You're welcome, sir. And the, you know, so the end of the film, there's a nuclear montage, and you have to assume the, the, uh, it was nuclear, Alexei, the yeah. Russian guy. Was he a spy, I guess? He pulled out yeah. a, a funny little watch with a picture and then yeah. pushed it, and then boom. Right. Everything right. goes boom, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he had the doomsday. He was the doomsday device. That basically like thing. bad sci-fi. Yeah. It was the doomsday device. The it was me time. all along. Ah, magic. <laughs> Alien powers. So the... Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Aliens in general, wow, that's another story the other day. Oh, yeah. are you, are, are, do you think there's like lizard people, lizard communist people? Would there be? Dinosaur communists? Damn, I think there will the be Nazis something. The Nazis ride dinosaur communists. Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, Don't mock him. He, he's entitled to his bad opinions. <laughs> <laughs> the ending, bad means good now, yeah. The ending of the movie was originally supposed to be a giant pie fight Yes, in the war room. Wasn't there another movie we reviewed? Was it like Blazing Saddles or something like that? Well, bl yeah, Blazing Saddles I with the... Well, that had a fight, a food yeah. fight. There was another yeah. movie, though. Um, doesn't ring a bell off the top of my head, but yes, there was something. You're right. You're right. The um, I'll try looking it up. Okay. Um, so it was a giant pie fight, and then the... Uh, there's some intricacies about this movie that I thought was really interesting, where they focused on, okay, if you're in the war room, what would you eat? You know, where Alexei, the the uh, Russian uh, ambassador, wanted to make sure that eggs were fresh. And there's there was so much cake. Why would you mm. care about stupid eggs? Well, cake. because of the pie fat later. But it's just, it's still, let's have some, let's have fresh food. And um, you know, to the credit, there was some funny bits of it. But it ends with a World War Two era of Verilin's "We'll Meet Again." And if you've Very Fallout. yeah, if you've heard yes, Fallout too, yes. But if you've um, that song has been covered so many times, um, various artists. I mean, anybody who's had an acoustic guitar, I think, in the past 40, 50 years has probably got it. Uh, did you find it or? Um, no, it's just it's coming up with uh, "Strange Love" again. Uh, all right, the um, something that was supposed to have a pie fight. Well, we'll figure it out later. But we'll meet again. Everybody's heard. You know, Johnny Cash did a really good one too on his final album. Yeah, that song's creepy. I don't like it. Very yeah. Sounds like it's about death. Mm -mm, it is. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was right. Okay. It is. It's basically you know where, um, it's I don't know. I don't know. So that's. Basically, the movie, there's a, you know, satire, a Cold War, and sexual themes here and there, and it's just, it is what it is. I wonder if it's true that it took people a long time to get the sexual references. I, or did people just, you know, not write to him about it? I would imagine that everybody thought it, you know, They're were... Did you were get the sexual references? Hell yeah, those are funny. E even the planes? And those were really funny there. Yeah, I laughed. Well, we all yeah, did that. We kind of laughed to ourselves, of course. You can't really do that because you're in mixed company, so you laugh at yourself here, and then you talk about it later when you're home. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about it on my date later, hopefully. Oh, oh, that's why you showed the movie to your date. Well, we try. <laughs> try. Uh. <laughs> um. All right, so we're going to go ahead and send you back on in. Hope you have a wonderful time, Tony. And, you know, thank you so much Whichever for joining Tony us today. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope we didn't do too much different things for you. 
and uh, yeah, enjoy yourself and have a wonderful life. Goodbye, sir. Well, that was quite interesting. Yeah, I I think that our um, yeah. makeshift almost doomsday device might have done weird things. Yeah. Yeah, that one was kind of weird. Mm. Yeah, he was strange. Did you love, love him? <laughs> ah, you beat me to a bad pun. I don't even know, think that was a pun. Yeah. When you did it, it was me when I did it. <laughs> so that was Dr. Strange Love. Oh, okay. Do you think the pie fight would have been better? Uh, you know, Doug Walker did one thing on it, and he said it might not have worked so well, but, you know, it is what it is. I I would have liked to see it, you know, maybe, you know, a pie fight intertwined with the, you know, with the nuclear explosions. Mm. You know, so nuclear explosion, nuclear explosion, pie fight. Nuclear explosion, nuclear explosion, pie fight. And maybe that would have said something a little different. It would have sank the comedy that he wanted to do a little more. But I don't know. Actually, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I, well, it would have been more uplifting. Let's just say that. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> but it was possibly less appropriate. Yeah. But then again, it is ridiculous. I mean, um, I think we should get into kind of. Then versus now, because okay. obviously... Yeah, I was thinking of that, too, yeah. And obviously, yeah. we're all like, oh, bombs, we're all going to die, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, some some people. Yeah. They're, but the conditions are different. Right. Because back then, I guess you had the, it could be anybody yeah. coming to get you. Yeah. Here, it seems more at arm's length, like, on the other side of the world. Mm, true. Depending on where you, well, from our geographical position. Yeah, it's kind of funny you say that, too, the other side of the world. The world is so connected now. True. I, yeah. I'm, I mean, if you are a listener in Japan, you might feel more nervous. Mm. But I'm just saying, from my geographical location, it's... Right, we're on the East Coast in Massachusetts in America. Um, but our thoughts are with you. Yeah. So, I mean, but then and now, what you got? <sighs> mm, well, okay. The latest South Park started talking about this <laughs> shit. So, um, <laughs> it's a great episode. I mean, I feel like the communist threat is different than the whole whatever the fuck's going on. Oh, God, we could all die because of an errant tweet kind yeah. of talk going on. I yeah. mean, I don't know if it's actually that much of a risk or not. But we don't know, so the thoughts in the air. Yeah, and I think this, you know, what back then, you know, when you see it, you say it could be anybody, but the influence and the destruction of our way of life was the bigger part of it. Well, that's still a part of it with the whole terrorism everywhere. Yeah, where people just want to hurt us, as a, you know, or they want to they want to scare us and make us change things. So I guess there are some similarities. But I, when watching this movie, yeah. um, I don't know. I got a sense that eh, it's got some things, but it's it's like a maybe not a totally different no. point or atmosphere, but a lot no. different. It's not like a oh my god, yes, yeah, so relevant right now kind of right, thing. Right, right. Yeah. Like I was hoping. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was hoping for it too. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, the whole um, South Park is doing it more. Um, attuned to what's going on now, their version of things, so it, it's very different. More like, oh no, a random tweet could escalate shit. Yeah. Kind of yeah, or you know, maybe it's something to do with the media. I mean, who knows? It's like a who problem with too much connection now versus their problem in the movie of not enough connection because they couldn't reach the yeah. airplane. Right. And rather than an acquiescing president, it's more of a, I don't know, more... Want to take an aggressive stance, maybe? Mm. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. I think, you know, for the dark comedy where it was very close to life, I mean, I could see what Tony was saying and, you know, or other things, but I think it, you know, it's very arm's length at this point, but I could see with that period in time where he said something that was quite interesting. You, this is a situation that might happen. Mm. Are you going to enjoy yourself in the moment right now where you go and you see this 
this horrible situation and you say, you know what, if I get fired tomorrow, I'll just go get another job. You know, where things, little minute problems might be the end of the world in that moment, but are definitely not catastrophic, you know? I don't think that was the point of the movie. Yeah. Well, at least that's what I, that's just my thoughts. And I could see how somebody would see that and say, okay, well, this this is kind of a hellscape at this point. But you know what? I have my cushy office job. I have my car. I have my house. It's not so bad right, right now. And, you know, where you have this big fear and things, and, you know, I've been working through myself a lot of fears that I had since I was a child that grew to my life that if you're going to, the only thing you can do to kill fear is to laugh at fear itself. Uh-huh. And, you know, and then grow from Still there. fear from the gods. Yeah. And then grow, yeah, right. And then go from there. Yeah. That's just, that, that's where I took it. And that's where I could see somebody in 1964 seeing that as well. You should uh, ask Tony. Yeah, well, he, well, who knows? I don't know what he's going to be right now. Um, well, I hope that date realizes that, or maybe he sm- maybe she thinks he smoked a whole pack of cigarettes and he sounds very different. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I yeah. don't know. Fluoride. 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 Did it. Fluoride. <laughs> God damn, yeah. Fuck you, Alex Jones. <laughs> um, he, well, he didn't invent that. No, but so, still, yeah. fuck him. Uh, and so, but I, got, I did yeah. have to say, um, yeah. they say birth control can mess around with like wildlife in the water or something. I read that a while ago. Like I don't know. Oh. I don't. I don't know how pee would get into the water supply though. But yeah. I guess the hormones in birth control might have caused abnormalities in the animals as they develop or something. Okay. I don't know. I, I heard that somewhere. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Or uh, how flushing cat poop can hurt. Um, what was it? Otters? Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Some weird shit like oh, that. Yeah, true. If you introduce it to the ecosystem, I could see that point. Not like. Yeah. And not like from a paranoid lizard people kind yeah, of person. Yeah. True. Or source. True. 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 But um. Yeah. What else you got? I. Uh. Read something. Okay. My you brain's know. farting right now. Okay. <laughs> here, should we wrap it up or? Um, it was something on the mental floss. Oh. Thing that I posted. Oh, on that fifteen oh, thing. I guess that it af- a affected policy. What people people had a problem with this film because they thought it it was ridiculous the thought that something could go wrong like that. Hmm. But I guess maybe they took the threat a little seriously, some people. Yeah. Fixed some things. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah, it could, could, it could be. But the, you know, oh, my God, this could be a problem. But, you know, nowadays there is that issue, too, because there's a discussion whether to limit powers of the president for, you know, people having impulses like this. And there could be a fear of having this one uh, you know this one rogue person who suddenly just goes crazy <laughs> i can understand that I, I i certainly can understand that one but um it, this is a movie itself that i would say you know watch it Maybe. to formulate your own opinions if you want to see it but certainly for us um, this is one of those that you should, you know, not really, I think it was between the both of us, not really one of our favorites. Yeah, I don't think it's as funny and awesome as its its status yeah. as a classic or whatever yeah. it's made out to be. But I am glad I watched but it. But I, I thought the fluids was funny. Yeah, I am glad that I watched it and I can understand at least from that so important thing. And at least since we have this machine, at least we can do what we can do. Um, so, uh, and the situation was ridiculous. True, true. So next week we have the ending of the of um our salute to the U.S. military and the veterans with Apocalypse Now. Yay! Nineteen seventy nine, uh, based on the war in Vietnam, and um, that's we have our five Saturdays in the yeah. month before we go into um. More fantastical monsters yeah. than nuclear war. Yeah. Specter. <laughs> yeah, the true. specter of nuclear war. That's uh, yeah. You I'm think we should do the order the other way around? Maybe. I don't know. But the uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> next week's one I'm really excited about because Apocalypse Now also stars a bald Marlon Brando. Oh. 
Which is going to be quite interesting to and see because I haven't seen anything of his outside The Godfather, too. And can you understand him this time? I, I hope so. Did we'll see. Voice? We'll see. I don't know. I've never seen this one. So, Max? Yeah, boss? Can you go ahead and Actually, get the get the um get the commercial ready, okay? Alright. What do you if they were going to make a version of this now, could mm. they do it? And what would they change? Oh boy. I, I don't know. I don't think they could change anything. I really don't think it could be. Um well, I, I, I suppose it depends on whether they would set it as a period piece or make something like that, but could take place now. Yeah, I would say if you uh, if you do make it today, my only gut thought would be this would probably be with the cast of like every <laughs> James Franco and Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> They're uh, so like uh, that would have to be that group of actors do it, and they could do something. Then it would turn into a comedy about pot. Exactly. You know, that's know, probably no, the that's only way you could do that. Good. But. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it could be done there because while there is some tension at this point, I don't think anyone would want it. I don't think anyone would fund it. And they already got whoever it was that got shit for that North Korea movie. Thing. Yeah, James <laughs> Franco and Seth Rogen. I wonder if the that movie The Interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did that one. Yeah. There. Do you have anything else? Or anything? Or? No, I'm not sure it could be made today yeah. without. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think it, I don't think it could be done. I don't, I really don't think it could. If it was a period piece, yeah. maybe, but they'd have to do like you know how the Crucible was technically about witch hunts, but it was a metaphor for a red scare. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could do something like that, but yeah, I I'm could sure see it would that. Yeah. Probably flop. Because yeah. it's like, oh, another remake. Well, I think today, a um, where you have something like this, we're saturated to hell with all the news and everything. Like, you turn on Facebook, you turn on the internet, you go look at the news, or you turn on the TV, and it's all there. And even, you know, we just talked about South Park. Yeah. Great comedy show, but all of it's there. So I think a movie like this, I don't think anybody would even go to it. Because you want to pay money to go see it. I could see maybe a small thing or something or like sketches on SNL that would last an entire season. True. That would maybe parody they it. Always, so there's always political sketches around. Oh, yeah. But I would say like, okay, if you do this whole thing and you do it like in five minute burst and mm. do little comedy bits and then it lasts for about 24 one hour, uh, one hour episodes through an entire year and then you get bit by bit by bit. I think you'd be able to see something like that, but I, you know, the day and age of the day, like the movies today are dying, and movie the movie industry, what? well, people are really struggling getting people to the theater because you know, golden age of television, Netflix, yeah. all that. Oh yeah, I mean, you could do it. You can do it on Netflix you itself. Could However, like Death Note, that was just Netflix it, exclusive. It movie. is. It is still very different. I, I just I don't think people would still sit for an hour and a half to watch this like we did. I had trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I, wa I was weaning too. out myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We gotta watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. True. But Apocalypse Now will be next week, uh, and we will see you soon. Do you have anything else to add or? Mm, nah. It's. It's in the can. All right. Can. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, folks. So stay tuned for next week with um, Apocalypse Now from 1979. Be good. Take care of yourselves, but don't be too good. Hi, fight. We meet again. Don't know where. Don't know.